The monster that was created by a man they called mad. The thing that lives inside where no one can hear it, see it, or feel it. The quiet little motel that has become known as the scene of a crime. The boy with evil living behind his eyes and the daughter possessed by the devil himself. These are the stories you've heard about, talked about. This is the Spooky Bros Horror Show. Welcome back to another episode of Spooky Bros Horror Show. And as always, I'm your host, Joe. I'm Linda. And I'm your favorite, Chandler. And this week we're covering another comparison? Uh, Evil Dead. We finally got around to it. We said we were going to do it, and we, we we finally did it. We're talking about Evil Dead, uh, what is it, 81? The 1981, right? That's the year that yep. one came out? And yep, then yep, yep. 2013. Um, Hail to the king, baby. Uh, I guess, um, should we get into it now? Um, we've been promising it for so long. People have been wanting it. They've been. I've given so many messages saying, if you don't air, like do the episode, then we're going to kill Chandler. And there's like, well, that's not really good incentive. But um, so I we guess... finally did it for those people. Thank you, <laughs> thank you for saving my life. Well, they you... actually uh, before um, the main reason we're doing it is because they actually did take uh, your cat's leg, Joe. Oh, yeah. Um, that, that's fine. I was wondering where that went, but that's fine. You can have it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So get into it. Yeah, let's just let's just do it. How are we gonna do this? Start with the eighty-one version and just go. Yeah, I think yep. so. All right. Well, uh, how does this start? Ash and gang are on a road trip to where is it in Tennessee or something? Looks like Tennessee. Yeah, and they they go to um, go uh, see a cabin. And nobody's been there, so they don't know what it's gonna be like. They get there, and it's this like old rundown cabin, and the front porch swing is just like banging against the side of the house, and um ash and the girls kind of just uh chill in the back while scott has to go unlock it because they're just like nope we're not going near that thing you're willing to stay in it for a few days but not actually go inside or like go up to (laughs) unlock the house yeah yeah it's the kind of thing where you get there you don't know what you're expecting but that definitely was not it and you know they they go in they're having an okay time just seeing what's around and whatnot and eventually they show Cheryl who's drawing a picture and then all of a sudden her hand like gets possessed and she starts drawing a picture of clearly like the Necronomicon right right I mean as as chaotic and like you know um, brutishly I guess is the word to say like describe it um she drives a pretty good book you know like, yeah you, was, you can tell it's a book yeah it was I pretty could. solid um but it looked like she definitely destroyed that paper and probably pencil mm-hmm. but at the same time she's just hearing this voice going like join us and whatnot um so she's a little spooked and uh they they're like talking at the dinner table and whatnot and then all of a sudden the cellar door just like throws itself open and they're like kind of creeped out so they make uh scott go down to investigate it because he's like the the manly man here like okay so ash is like the face of the evil dead franchise right but this first <laughs> this first film he's clearly like the beta of this group like <laughs> he, he definitely just sits back and lets scott do everything so scott goes down to check it out and you know, he's being classic Scott where he goes down and doesn't say anything. And so uh, Ash is calling down going, Scott, Scott, Scotty. And like 
he's not answering, so clearly he has to go down there now. And then Scott pulls a classic prank on him where he, like, jumps out uh, at him for a jump scare. But then they do find, like, a tape recorder thing and the Necronomicon down there, right? Yes. Mm -hmm. And a gun. And a very important gun. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the gun. uh, The boomstick. And then they, they bring, like, all that stuff upstairs and they kind of do that thing that high school kids do where you, you sit around, turn turn all off all the lights and try to, you know, get scared. So they start listening to the recorder and it's these, uh, God, I don't remember their names, like the Kembries or something like that. Um, basically like these archaeologists that uh, lived at the cabin before and they talked about all of these stuff they found from like uh, the ruins of kandar or something like that i don't remember where it was Mm -hmm. um but basically it talks about how uh they have the necronomicon and it's like the book of the book of the dead and there's like the first few passages are like hey there's all these entities these evil entities and they're never really um dead but they lie dormant and whatnot and the incantations in this book can um you know bring them back and then Cheryl starts freaking out, like, let's stop listening to this. Let's stop listening to this. I don't want to listen to this. Um, so they turn it off. But then classic Scott, he's like, well, you know what? I want to listen to it. So he, like, fast forwards it. And all of a sudden, you hear, like, this, like, foreign language. He's clearly saying one of the incantations from the book. And mm-hmm. then they show that classic, like, demons going through the woods where it's just like the camera going through the woods getting closer to the the cabin and whatnot classic stuff and you know cheryl gets really mad and goes away and ash gets mad at scott and whatnot and then what else what else happens at this point anything this movie's kind of weird because it's like so like nothing happens but also everything at the same time (laughs) well here here's the point where it like gets to the the main point here so yeah yeah yeah. so cheryl is like feeling awful she thinks she like hears something outside so she goes out to take a look in the woods she's like i can hear you i know you're out there and whatnot um and she definitely gets um touched by some trees oh yeah oh yeah they get they get in there and the it yeah it's definitely not like she gets wrapped up in a bunch of vines and like, okay, like it's clearly cutting her up and that hurts. But that last one, it really <laughs> went for her. Like, it oh, yeah. slammed into her. Oh yeah, the the um, forest was feeling a little too frisky that night, and uh, Cheryl paid the price. Yeah, I, I uh, have my notes. Uh, the vines scene, it was pretty good. Um, and then I was like, oh, it's killing her. Uh, <laughs> that's too bad. But I mean, the the graphic, you know, it's not terrible uh, camera work here. Ah, titty. <laughs> oh, right yeah and i was like never mind the woods are just having sex with her i don't know what's going yeah. on anymore but anyway so like she runs back to the cabin like she escapes and runs back to the cabin and is like freaking out like uh pounding on the door trying to unlock the door and like last second um ash opens the door and like pulls her in and whatnot and they like get her fixed up and then all of a sudden uh they show uh linda and shelly they're doing this thing with cards um where I don't remember who it was. It was Shelly, I think, that was claiming she had ESP um, and was like, oh, I can guess the cards. I can guess the cards and was clearly wrong every single time. <laughs> um, I don't remember if that was Shelly or Linda. So, you know, whatever. Um, but in the middle of it, like uh, Cheryl starts like very creepy, like 
naming all of the cards every single next card like perfectly um and then they like show her turn around and she's clearly transformed into this like demon thing mm-hmm. and dude okay so when the very first time i watched evil dead i knew nothing about it absolutely nothing and then this scene when she like gets possessed turns around and was all like you're all gonna die tonight we'll take you one by one and stuff like that like that was a creepy scene for a 1981 <laughs> movie i was like okay dang <laughs> yeah definitely get uh, off like the exorcist vibes for sure yeah she was bleh. the first time i watched it i was like okay this is actually i was watching it like two in the morning because i couldn't sleep and i'm like eh, maybe i'll turn a light on who knows <laughs> but then she just like grabs a pencil and starts trying to stab people and she like stabs linda in like the ankle area and it yeah. was just like Ooh, okay that one was hard to watch <laughs> but yeah they like end up they're like super trying to like fight against her and whatnot and they ended up like trapping her down in the cellar right and then they chain it all up and um basically you know lock her down there mm-hmm. so shelly goes to lie down because she's been stabbed oh the they found the kandarian dagger down there as well and whatnot uh earlier in the film that's kind of important i think <laughs> Does anything come up with that? Because, like, I remember it gets used as a weapon, like, later on, I'm pretty sure. But I just don't remember there being, like, any kind of significance with it. Yeah, well, it's not so important for the first film as much. But they do, like, show it, like, when they stabbed the Deadites with it. Um, then it, like, started, like, blood started coming out of, like, the skull uh, region of the uh, of the dagger and whatnot. So who's left? We have... Shelly, Scott, and Linda, and Ash, and Cheryl's now possessed in a cellar, um, and I think uh, Shelly was kind of trying to sleep, and she ends up, like, getting up and turns into a deadite and basically, like, attacks Scott, who I believe, like, throws her in the fireplace and everything. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God, and she was, like... Oh no, what would I have done if you would have just left me in with this burning <laughs> flesh and whatnot? Uh, creepy scenes. But yeah, so then at that point, Scott pretty much ashes in the corner with an axe, completely doing nothing. And Scott's like, hit her, hit her, kill it. <laughs> and Ash is just sitting there doing nothing. So Scott has to go and take the axe and just start destroying uh, Shelly. Um, and it's at this point where he's like, okay, uh, she's dead. I'm going to go back to town and whatnot. Um, oh, I guess we should say earlier in the film when Cheryl was freaking out after getting attacked by the trees, Ash tries to take her home, but they realize that the bridge is destroyed, so they can't go anywhere. Right. So Scott is going to try to find an alternate trail uh, to get out of here because he's seen enough. All right. What happens next? Go Chandler. She starts coming out like she tries to talk through the cellar again, right? Yeah, she does that a couple times. Um, I don't remember what happens to Linda uh, for her. I want to say Cheryl did something to her, but I don't remember. Oh yeah, she's like possessing her, like uh, like she's like looking through the little peep of the uh, cellar, I think, and she's like looking at her and like doing whatever she's like giving her like uh, mental, you know, thoughts or something. Sure, sure, sure. I don't remember exactly um how um how Linda get, gets uh changed, but she definitely does. And is arguably the creepiest of them. 
because when she turns into a deadite, she's just like cracking up doing this creepy, creepy, like almost childish laugh the whole time. Mm, yeah. Oh, God. And then she sings that one song, like, the we're gonna get you, we're gonna get you. Yeah, watch that. I was like, that must have been pretty creepy back then. Yeah. So, yeah, then basically the remainder of the film is just like trying to survive against Linda and whatnot. Um, you know, he doesn't want to kill her, but he has to and whatnot. Uh, Cheryl manages to escape and, uh, Scott comes back as a dead eye. He gets destroyed by the forest as well. Uh, so he ends up coming back and it's this whole like fight scene where we think Ash is going to die and whatnot, but he ends up like using a necklace that he gave to Linda earlier in the film. Um, to grab the Necronomicon and like throw it in the fire, right? It's a very high suspense scene where, uh, <laughs> who he's being like grabbed by his legs or something, or I, I can't remember, but he's he's just out of reach of the Necronomicon, so he uses the the necklace over and over and over, and just when you think he's about to die, he grabs the ne- the book with the the hook. And there's like a pendant on the end of it. Is I, I don't know what it is. It kind of looks like a, a magnifying glass to me, but I know yeah. that's not what it is. Somehow hooks it onto the Necronomicon, last minute chucks it in the fire. Yeah. And then it shows like Ash surviving to the next day, but then all of a sudden you see that that's kind of camera running through the woods again, like there's a yeah. clearly a demon going, and it goes through the back of the house, and then you see it like approach Ash and, and then like movie over, right? Right. I know, like, the chainsaw and his boomstick are, like, a very iconic part of the Evil Dead series, but I think, like, I, I, I am sure other movies have done it as well, but I feel like that scene, like, that opening scene where, like, the spirit is running through the woods or that very ending scene where it's running through the woods, busts through the house, and then busts down the door at the end, I feel like that is, like, one of the most iconic things and, like, yeah. one of the best things that Evil Dead has brought to the world yeah they do it mm-hmm. in like every film plus i, mm-hmm. I believe they do it in ash versus evil dead too oh, really? have you seen the other films no i haven't oh my god i saw this one and the uh, remake there's such a reason why uh this film has a cult cl- or yeah evil dead is like a cult following like a classic like everybody loves evil dead um the other two like evil dead 2 and um army of darkness uh, is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Um, I believe so. I always I always get it mixed up with the like the new one that came came out. Um, that one zombie movie that came out recently where they're fighting in Las Vegas or whatever. But anyway, oh, right yeah. with Batista. <laughs> yeah, I, I get that confused now. Um, so anyway, uh, the second and third one, Chandler, are very horror comedy. Very very horror comedy. Not uh, okay. not nearly <laughs> as much as horror is the first one so yeah, very um, joe type movie yeah <laughs> i only have three chandler um, um i will say like th- yeah this this movie is definitely uh, it's very over the top gruesome which is like a fun thing you know if you're you're looking for a good horror movie uh, oh, but yeah. it, the this one and the one the you know the 2013 version which got a little more brutal because, you know, obviously it looked a little bit more realistic, but yeah. they are both very over the top, very gruesome. And yeah. for some reason, they like it when white liquids come out of bodies. <laughs> yeah. It's milk. When yeah, you kill a demon, it spills milk. <laughs> Fuck, I guess. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. This movie was very gory and gruesome. 
especially yeah. for its time i feel like yeah i loved it and i love i love these kind of effects where it's not cgi and it's actual just like disgusting looking effects <laughs> like the pencil um, of the ankle <laughs> oh, <God>. yeah <laughs> Um, by the way, those listening, we're kind of trying to fly through this so that we can hit both plots of both movies and then talk about a little more. So uh, let's get into the second one, eh? Yeah, let's do, do it. it. All right. So we kind of open with this girl like wandering the woods and she gets tackled by these two guys who bring her back to um, this it looks like a torture chamber and they like tie her to a post and... They take a bag off of her head and she see, recognizes her dad, who's just like apologizing, saying, we have to do this. You killed your mom, stuff like that. And he's like covering her in gas. And then he starts like trying to light a match. And she's like sitting there like, I want to go home. Just hold me and take me home. And then all of a sudden she's just like, I'll rip your soul out. Yeah. <laughs> and then and then like this real creepy, just like telling her dad that she'll rip out his soul and calling him worthless. And then, you know, she she lights him or he lights her on fire. And that's uh, the opening scene to this movie. Pretty dark, pretty dark. Just a little. Um, and then we go like uh, I think it's like 12 or so years in the future uh, where a bunch of these people are going to this remote cabin. Um, argue, it's supposed to be the same cabin as the, the first Evil Dead. They even have Ash's car out front. If you guys didn't recognize that. Mm, I did not. Yeah. Yeah, so when you first see Mia, she's literally just sitting on Ash's car um, and was just, like, talking to her brother, like, oh, you actually came and whatnot. That's pretty cool. Um, But, yeah, basically, Mia is this uh, drug addict who her friends took her to this remote cabin so that she is forced to stay away from drugs and they're going to help her through her, like, withdrawal symptoms and whatnot. Mm -hmm. Yeah. well, it's like a group of friends and their dog grandpa and, <laughs> you know, they're they're going, they're just like going in the, oh, apparently Mia and uh, the main character, who is his name? Uh, David? It is David. Yeah. So uh, Mia and David, apparently their family like owned this uh, cabin. Yeah. Like once you get inside, there's a bunch of pictures and stuff of like. Oh, they used to come here throughout the years and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's definitely not the same cabin then, I guess. Right. Because it was owned by the archaeologists, right? Maybe the the first one. I guess that's possible, but, you know. Anyway, uh, they go in and, um, you know, she she starts having withdrawal symptoms later. Um, you, oh, you see, uh, David also gives her a necklace that looks pretty much exactly like the one that Ash gave Linda. Yeah, but it's, like, made out of, like, a, like some special tree. I, c- I can't remember what type of tree he said, but it's supposed to help with yeah. spirits or something. Uh, what was it? I completely forgot because it, like, <laughs> never comes up again in the rest of the Yeah, movie. yeah, mm. I don't even remember. I just know he, he got her a necklace. But yeah, she's having withdrawal symptoms, and apparently it makes her like sense of smell better. And she's like, what is that smell? It's an awful smell. And everybody's just like, oh, you're just sensitive right now. But then good old grandpa, the dog, uh, <laughs> goes and starts like pawing at the rug. And they uh, they remove the rug. You see a cellar with like blood, like something had clearly been dragged into that cellar. There's just like a blood trail. <laughs> yep. And they open the cellar, and it smells like death. There's, like, dead cats hanging everywhere. This is also where um, the girl died in the opening scene. 
they show like the beam she was tied to and it was all like scorched up like something had been burned mm. uh they find the necronomicon down there and it's all wrapped up in like a garbage bag and barbed wire and stuff like that like clearly didn't want anybody to mess with this <laughs> um so what do they do they take it upstairs duh classic eric yeah classic <laughs> eric and so i don't know about you but it's like i don't care if i'm trying to help somebody with their withdrawals it's like if i see a blood trail going down to a cellar in a place that i'm mm-hmm. staying at <laughs> no like sorry but yeah. i'm out of there probably keeping that thing locked we can get into it more but fuck i hate olivia like she's supposed <laughs> to be a nurse um one the movie did horribly with like the portrayal of drug like withdrawals and drug addiction so like i was like oh that's this they're doing a bad job in the first place but like then they like really made olivia I, she's supposed to be a nurse she's supposed to understand how this shit works and she's such a bitch the whole time she's like i don't care we're gonna make sure she gets over her withdrawals this time that's not how you deal with drug addiction you don't yeah. force somebody in a cabin and deal with their withdrawals in the middle of fucking nowhere and hold them hostage. Maybe don't you don't, fuck but Olivia, Olivia does. <laughs> well, I'm glad that what happened to that bitch happened to that bitch. Yeah. Oh my god. Spoiler. <laughs> I didn't say what it was, Chandler. Maybe yeah. she got out and she was just having PTSD, Chandler. Oh god. yeah. Good call. Good call. Maybe let's find out. But, yeah, but like, um, so you get to the point where, um. David is out, like, cleaning the cellar and whatnot, like, throwing away all the dead cat corpses and whatnot. Um, And Eric naturally just cuts open the uh, barbed wire and opens up the Necronomicon, sees it's like, leave this book alone. Do not read. Uh, Do not read, listen, or say, like, that kind of thing. Right. And and it was crossed out so that you couldn't read it. So what does this guy do? (laughs) He grabs a piece of paper and he, like, scribbles on it so that it etches into, like, the words imprint into this paper. Mm -hmm. And then he just recites what it says. Hey, clearly don't do this. (laughs) Um, So he does it. And you see that whole thing that we were talking about where it's, like, the demons running through the woods, the camera panning, Mm -hmm. and it, um, Mia's outside, like, being sad and having withdrawals and it like clearly like goes up to her and like hits her. And then all of a sudden she like pukes and mm-hmm. she was just like, Oh God, like give me a break here. Um, and she's like, she goes inside and is like, I need to leave. Like somebody take me like, I need to leave. And right. then that's when Olivia is like, Oh, bef- before that, like when she, she like says, God, give me a break. She looks up and like in the distance, you can see, it's like the witch, or oh, like the yeah. girl. The, yeah. yeah, she's the, like standing the in like the foggy woods and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yeah. Um. So now she's real creeped out. She's like, "Oh, there's something in the forest. Take me home. I need to get out of here. I need to get out of here." And and naturally, everybody's just like, "Ah, withdrawals. You're just crazy right now." Right. Um. And so they're like, "We're not gonna take you home. You need to suffer here." Right. And she's <laughs> just like, "All right, fuck this." So she steals a set of keys. And, like, goes out the window of her room and just drives away. And she's driving and she's, like, freaking out, like, what What am I doing? What am I doing? What am I doing? And she sees, like, that demon thing pop up again. And she freaks out and swerves off the road and, like, into, like, this pond, I guess. Um, and completely, like, that, that car is done. Mm-hmm. Absolutely done so. Um, but, you know, the rest of the gang... Oh, no, she they don't find her yet. She like gets out, wades through the water and starts trying to like go back. She sees like this demon thing come up through the mud um, and starts running. And now you get the scene 
just like the first one where she gets uh, touched by the forest. Yup. This one was a little more gentle. Um, yep, but, definitely. But still bad. Yeah, yeah, definitely still bad. Same kind of, um, the forest was feeling frisky, but at least this time they showed a, like a demonic chick to kind of give it reason while the, why the forest was frisky. Right. right. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that was kind of a nasty scene. You just see this black sludge like come out of her mouth and then travel through a vine into Mia. So Mia's like clearly possessed at this point. They they find her and whatnot. Uh, they don't know she's possessed. Um, they they are taking her back. Like, oh my god, she must have gotten to a thorn bush. Um, she's doing really really bad. Like, she needs to take a shower. We'll give her a sedative to go to sleep and whatnot. Um. So she goes to take a shower and David goes to find grandpa, the dog, and sees it like in this weird like alcove thing, like under a tree. And apparently it also leads to under the shed, which is a convenient little hole in the bottom of the shed as well. Mm-hmm. Um, So he like sees the dog and he like pulls it up through the hole and sees that it's been like destroyed he's like what have you gotten into you're clearly dying and whatnot and then he sees like a bloody hammer and he gets like this vision of mia just like destroying um the dog another senseless dog death in a horror movie um i mean this one kind of has meaning though right because the whole thing with the well the whole thing with the (laughs) necronomicon was you had to get five souls for the abomination to come up and Mm -hmm. i feel like the dog had to be one of those that's true because yeah I guess that's true. Um, fine, so, I'll I'll give that one a little bit of a reason, but I don't know. You could have dog. done something else. Yeah, <laughs> don't no, add I agree. the fucking dog in just to kill I, it. I agree, <laughs> um, but at least this one kind of had an impact on the film. I I was gonna ask how they ended up getting the five souls, but I guess now that you say that, that makes a little more sense. So I, I'll give you this one. I'll give you yeah. this one, <laughs> Evil Dead. Yeah, that's just what I'm assuming, because otherwise I don't know how they got five. Right. Um, But yeah, so um, David thinks that Mia killed Grandpa, so he's pissed off. He storms into the the house. Everybody's like, David, what's wrong? What's wrong? And he goes and starts pounding on the bathroom door like, Mia, open the door, open the door. And meanwhile, she's just um, in the shower and then just like turns it up to really hot to the point where she's scalding off her uh, own (laughs) own skin. (laughs) And... So, uh, like, David kicks open the door, realizes what happens, like, oh, my God, like, we need to get her to a hospital, and, like, drives her, and all of a sudden they see, like, there's basically a river flowing over the road, like, it just says high water, you clearly cannot escape the cabin right now, because there's just so much water, it's been raining the entire time. Um, So, they they bring her back, and they're, like, kind of freaking out, and it's at this point that... Uh, Eric is kind of putting two and two together. He sees the picture of a woman getting attacked by the forest, the Necronomicon. And then he also sees a picture of a woman like pouring boiling hot water onto her skin. And so he's kind of realizing what's going down here. Um, and now they're all like in the main room, except for, um, Mia, they gave her a sedative so that she could sleep. Um, and they're all in the main room. And then all of a sudden, Mia comes out with the gun and just, like, shoots David in the arm. And then everybody's, like, freaking out. And, like, Mia collapses. And uh, Olivia goes to, like, 
see if she's okay and whatnot. Oh, and and Mia just like gets on top of her and just pukes this blood yeah. all yeah. over her. Oh, that's terrible. And, and the best thing is, is just like Olivia's like, oh fuck this, yeet, and just like throws her down the <laughs> cellar door. <laughs> It just like, and then Eric gets on top of it and like closes it and whatnot. So, um, Mia is originally the Cheryl of the, of the, uh, original Evil Dead. She's the, the first one to get possessed and just chills in the, uh, the cellar. Um, and then we get this scene, uh, probably Joe's favorite scene because he hates Olivia. Yeah, fuck that bitch. <laughs> where like she went to the bathroom to go like clean herself off. She sees like, her reflection is like has like part of its face missing um and then like she sees the necronomicon and it starts like turning pages and then it stops at one page where it shows like a woman cutting off her face and eric goes to like check on um olivia and you just hear this nasty sound of like flesh being cut over and over and over again (laughs) and eric just like witnesses her just like cutting off her own face. And then she like brutally attacks him, stabs him in the shoulder, takes the like the needle that she's been giving uh, Mia a sedative with and just like stabs him in the face like multiple, multiple times. Oh, yeah. And I'm just like, oh, my God. And then he like pu- he pulls out the needle from like right under his eye. Oh, yeah. That was uh, disgusting. I will oh, say, what a brutal scene. Eric got shit on the most in this entire movie. <laughs> Um, But I think he kind of deserves it because like, okay, in the original Evil Dead, I'll give it to him. They were just listening to a tape and the tape is the one that said the words in this one. Eric found the book or opened the book up in English. Like there's all this non-English writing in it, um, whatever the language is. You can't read it. But Mm -hmm. in English, somebody wrote in like red pen or whatever the hell it was. Don't fucking read this shit. Like. Just don't do yeah. it. And he ignores that, continues to read it, and then, like, even, like you said, takes gets the etching and reads out the words, even oh, though yeah. they've been crossed out. Eric, you kind of deserve all of this. Yep. Yeah. And <laughs> so, like, <laughs> Olivia, like, brutally attacks him, and he, like, smashes her skull in, and that's when, like, uh, David and uh, David's girlfriend, Natalie, like, run into the room and they're like, what happened? And they see her dead body and he's just like, oh, she tried to kill me. Um, so they do a really bad job at, like, patching uh, yeah. Eric up. Like, they use, like, duct tape and <laughs> duct stuff. Tape. <laughs> duct tape is the the patch in the movie. They like, use yeah. it over and over again. Olivia was a nurse. Yeah. Like, do they not have, like, bandages? She, she literally brought <laughs> tranquilizer with her. <laughs> like, yeah. you, you, didn't, she, you don't think she brought bandages, like gauze or anything with her? Oh, my gosh, yeah. It's it's super bad. Um, uh, And then, like, you get to... you After this happens, you get the scene where, like, Mia is, like... She, she sounds like she's normal again, and she's just like, why am I down here? My leg hurts. And Natalie opens the door like a, a complete dumbass yeah. and starts to go down and then realizes that um, Mia's still possessed and she tries to like sprint back up the stairs and the stairs break and she like has to like pull herself up and like right when you think she's gonna be free nope mm-hmm. she gets dragged back into the cellar <laughs> and you have this arguably the creepiest scene in the in the movie oh right Ugh. with um Mia's like 
uh, demonic face, and she's like licking um, uh, Natalie's leg, mm-hmm. and then like Natalie like sees this like blade and like holds it at Mia threateningly, and Mia takes it and like licks the blade. Oh yeah. And cuts her tongue in half. Oh god! And then just starts making out with uh with Natalie. It's terrible. And I'm just like, oh my god, that is so awful. Oh, and she bites her hand. Mm-hmm. Um, which can we it, talk real quick? Why was Natalie in this movie? Yeah, she, she her first lines were like calling Olivia, like being like, oh, you're the doctor, and, she, and then like Olivia gets a little insecure and she's like, nurse. Which why is that a bad thing? Then she doesn't say anything for the rest of the movie until (laughs) Eric gets stabbed and he's like, uh, David's like, go get him some water and some sugar or some shit like that. And then that that's like, what, 30 minutes apart, maybe even longer. Mm -hmm. She doesn't do anything that entire time until she gets like captured by Mia. I was watching this with uh, Daniela and every time we talked about Natalie, uh, I was like, yeah, she's just there. Yeah. Like, that's it. she, She does nothing. Until she gets captured by Mia. It's because the writers of this movie, Joe, they wanted the abomination to be uh, to come up once you've uh, swallowed five souls. And uh-huh. without Natalie, you just can't do that. I'm I mean, sorry. hey, I, I respect True. that. I, I wanted to see the abomination, too. But I don't know. Give her like four lines throughout the movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was it was pretty bad. She was literally just there. Yeah. That was it. Um. <laughs> So, like, D- David uh, opens the door, allows Natalie to escape, um, and then that's when, like, Eric and um, David have this whole scene where it's like, hey, um, I think I, or Eric is like, I think I summoned this. Uh, I read from the book. It told me not to, but I did, and I think I unleashed some kind of evil. And he's like, that evil is living inside Mia, so the only way to get through this is to kill Mia, and then that's when um, David is like, oh, maybe she's just crazy because our mom was crazy. Mm-hmm. And we're like, Eric's just like, what? Like, you see what's going on? <laughs> like, it's clearly not just that. Like, why would that make Olivia cut off her face? Anyway. Right. Um, so Eric is sitting there calling David a coward saying, you know, it needs to be done, but you can't do it and whatnot. So you just go run away and I'll do it like always and whatnot. This this Necronomicon, also like the fact that you're just now coming to this revelation that maybe you did it. This Necronomicon is much more user friendly. Like it literally has pictures of what's going to happen. And somebody (laughs) wrote out in English of what to do to solve those problems or what is going to what's to come. And he's like. Hmm, she's boiling herself. She's going crazy. Uh, this, uh, uh, what's her name? Olivia cut off her face, just like this picture shows. Maybe it is a witch. <laughs> Another issue that I have with this, uh, the with people that call this movie a sequel rather than a reboot. Man, if it's a sequel, keep the same Necronomicon. It's clearly a different book. Yeah, yeah. But um, yeah, that that's that's just me. Uh, um, you know. Venting a little bit, <laughs> right? The original um, is like got like got like a dis, dis disformed face or something like that on it, and then this yeah. one's just like skin stapled together, which is still objectively a creepy book, but yeah, very different yeah. books. Yeah. Um. So now we're at the point. Uh, clear Evil Dead Two reference here. Um, the bite on 
Natalie's hand starts to like get possessed and her hand starts to act possessed, which, you know, obviously happens to Ash and Evil Dead too. Right. And, you know, he does Ash things. He um cuts his hand off with the chainsaw so that, you know, he doesn't turn into a deadite. Mm-hmm. And freaking um Natalie cuts her arm off way too high, by the way. Oh yeah. Um <laughs> and with a what do you call that? It's thing? like a like turkey a, carver. Yeah. And the whole time she's she's cutting it, like uh Mia's watching from the cellar just saying, Don't cut it off, don't cut it off, don't do it, don't do it. Right. <laughs> yeah. Also, oh, did you think that Natalie was gonna be the ash of this movie? I was like, nobody's cut their arm off yet, or like I know it doesn't happen in like the first movie, but I was like, nobody's like even getting close to that kind of thing. And then Natalie cuts her arm off, and I'm like, wait a minute. Is Natalie <laughs> gonna be Ash? She's actually important. Right. right? Yeah. <laughs> I I thought that too at first, because I'm like, no, this is literally Ash during Evil Dead 2. Right. Um, okay. Uh to save some time here, I mean that's pretty much the gist of the movie. The rest of it is just like David wants to save uh, Mia's soul. So he comes up with this plan to like, he goes down to the cellar and like basically knocks her out, the takes book, her body. The book tells you like how you can free them from. Yeah, like the save their soul. So you have to either burn them, cut them up into pieces or bury them alive. Yeah. So he like knocks her out and he like puts a bag over her head, digs a grave puts her in the grave and the whole time it's she's like trying to like she's tied up she can't move and whatnot and she's saying all these creepy well these things like make you think that it's a mia like why am i here i can't breathe i can't breathe and then he's just like you're not her and then all of a sudden it gets really calm and just really creepy why do you hate me david (laughs) 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 i started laughing so hard at that also why the costume change why did he put her in a red dress like Um, i I get the plastic bag over her face but why put her in a red dress you know in case she actually dies that way uh it's really easy for the um wake you just oh it's gonna be covered in dirt (laughs) well that's not his problem (laughs) It just felt like a weird detail to me. Yeah, it, it was. <laughs> it it was kind. I didn't really. I didn't really think about it, but now that I am, it, uh, it, it's a little weird. Um. So yeah, he like waits until her heart stops beating, and then he like digs her back up, and basically he has like this homemade like um. What do you call those things? Defibrillator. Yeah, yeah, with with like a car battery. Yeah, it was basically a car battery with like, and he like taped two needles together to like you know attach the positive and the negative and then like yep. stabbed her in the heart he thinks it doesn't work and but eventually it like does work she gets back up and she's like wow i'm free now you saved my soul you did it congratulations do 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 um and he's like all right sweet i'm gonna head in the house uh i'm gonna get the car keys we're gonna head out um he goes into the house and we see oh you know what we didn't talk about hmm. when <laughs> I think it's when my favorite Natalie, scene. When Natalie turns into a to a a deadite and she comes out and just starts shooting them oh, with one yeah, arm yeah, with yeah, a nail yeah. gun. <laughs> and oh my god. So she like she has one arm and she's just like shooting them with a nail gun and um David ends up tackling her and she they like 
are taking the nails out of their their skin and realize she's gone. And all of a sudden, she's back with a crowbar and she just starts beating the shit yeah. out of her. David, completely destroys Eric's hand. David tackles her after she's unloaded the nail gun into his face <laughs> and chest and yeah. hand. And then, yeah, then she she picks because he's like grab or, or, he tackles her. Eric goes grab the shotgun before she can get it. So he like crawls over that. He gets shot three times with nails. Yeah. Eric gets shot about like 20. A million. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. So he's got three nails in his leg and he's like taking forever. He grabs the shotgun and then you see Natalie get up and then grab a crowbar and just start beating the shit out of Eric. <laughs> it takes him fucking forever. She like literally knocks him unconscious or whatever. And then he finally shoots her. Like after her beating him, like beating the shit out of him for like a good minute. <laughs> then yeah. he's like, yeah, now I'll shoot you. Yeah. She ain't got no arms no more. Nope. Yeah. So so they. Uh, and then she they, goes back to normal, doesn't she? And she just yeah. like bleeds to death like, or something. Oh, yeah. She's like, why does my face hurt, David? After yeah. like getting, she gets shot. Yeah. A bunch of times in the face with the nail gun. Yeah. <laughs> um. So Eric is just not having a good day. <laughs> no. Um. He he also gets like stabbed one more time. Mm-hmm. Um. When David is going to try to get uh Mia's body from the cellar. So like he's he supposedly died down there, and then now at the end of the movie, uh, Mia's saved and uh, David is going in to get the car keys. Well, Deadeye Eric comes up and just like stabs him in the neck with a pair of pliers, and he's just like is holding it, and he's like runs out, and Mia's like, "Oh my God, no, no!" And then David uh, shuts the door. And he's like, "Get out of here! Get out of here!" And does this cool thing where he shoots the gas can, and him and um. Eric both explode. Um, but with Eric's death, um, as they showed in the Necronomicon earlier, uh, there's this entity like the Swallower of Souls, um, Taker of Souls, whatever it's called, that's talked about in the Necronomicon. And it's it's um, like they call it the Abomination. And if it takes five souls, then it'll crawl up from hell. Mm-hmm. So it'll rain blood, and then like that's how you know it's coming. Yeah, yeah. So like, um, David's dead, and Mia's like looking at her necklace, and you just see like a drop of blood like fall perfectly in the middle of the necklace, mm-hmm. and then okay, so it starts like pouring blood everywhere, and you see this like thing crawl up from the ground, and. You know, Mia and this abomination have this whole 1v1 battle. Um, my favorite thing is Mia's looking for a, a weapon. She sees a machete and she's like, no. <laughs> she goes for the chainsaw instead, baby. Ash Williams style. Um, but yeah, they have this whole showdown. This thing literally throws a Jeep at her. Um, it falls on Mia's hand and she has to rip it off from her uh, from her body in order to like turn on the chainsaw and absolutely destroy <laughs> well, at that this point thing. the chainsaw was on so it's like she gets like her hand because she's like all oh, right under the she crawls under the jeep and cuts one of the legs off and then right. like it's trying to crawl away and the monster's like ah fuck you topples a jeep <laughs> on top of her lands on her yeah. hand and the chainsaw falls just out of reach and she's like grasping for it like okay she's gonna cut her hand off with the chainsaw uh, she can't reach it and fucking just beasts her fucking arm off. Like she literally <laughs> rips her hand off with her yeah. own 
body weight, uh, you know, her own yeah. strength. Yeah. Yeah. So she's the Ash Williams. She's got a missing hand and a <laughs> chainsaw, baby. Hail to the queen? <laughs> yeah, I guess so. She was the first witch monster and Ash Williams. Shop smart, <laughs> shop as smart. Um, anyway, um, so yeah, there's, there's this whole, they have their whole showdown and this thing is like approaching her like, barely crawling is like i'll feast on your soul and then mia says feast on this and then chainsaw to the face and just destroys this thing and then it gets pulled back down to hell very kind of anticlimactic for um this whole like hey this thing is the huge entity taker of souls like the most evil thing ever and it comes up and like just like doesn't do anything really yeah, scary or right. anything. It just gets destroyed. It turns out it can be killed just as easy as any other human. <laughs> yeah. Um and then, hey, uh, Joe, what did you think about the uh, post credit scene? Oh, um, you know what's funny? Because I saw there was so much time left over, and I started scrubbing through the post credits, <laughs> and there was nothing. And I was like, oh, I guess there's just nothing, and I didn't watch it. Oh, wow. Ooh. Nice. Good job, Joe. Mm, thank you. Ch- Chandler, what did you think about it? Hold um, on. I'm going to watch it right now. I thought uh, it could have been a little longer, I guess. I don't know. Yeah. It was kind of short, here, here. but I mean, it's post credit scene, so it makes sense. Joe, I'll, I'll save you the time. Are you ready? I'm going to play the post credit scene for you <laughs> via my mouth. Are you ready? Ready. Groovy. Oh, <laughs> That's it. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, best scene in the movie, baby. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I have it rented for. Uh, 48 hours, so I'm going to watch it real Nice. Quick. Okay, hold on. <laughs> okay, and I'm going to play it for everybody. Hold on. Ah. <laughs> on. This is the credits. All right, I'll narrate it. She's, she's, Mia is walking down the street. She's all bloody and messed up. It's daytime. She's lived our ordeal. She's bleeding a lot on the road. Uh, oh, she just fell. Oh, she collapsed. Mia's down, guys. Mia is down. She's unconscious. Okay, it sounds like a car is approaching. A car is approaching. Oh, you need to change your brakes. Okay. Somebody's getting out of the car. Mia's looking up. Who is it? Mia's looking up. I don't know. Oh my god, it's an old dude. Oh my god. Are you okay, kiddo? Uh oh. It's some old dude. Help me, she says. I guess you can hear this part. Oh, almighty. Oh, what? Don't you oh. worry, kid. I'm taking you to the hospital and they'll patch you up in no time. They're in the car now. They're in the old man's rain. car. Right rain. Right rain. Her eyes opened. Okay, great. <laughs> Is that it? Mm, there's another post-credit scene. Uh, I'm scrubbing more. <laughs> okay, hold on. Oh, here we go. Oh, there it is. Groovy. Groovy. Whoa. <laughs> Dramatic look to Cam. Groovy. The only post-credit scene that matters. Huh. <laughs> well, I'm glad we all experienced that together. <laughs> um. So, yeah. That is the, you get the Bruce Campbell cameo at the end of the movie uh, as Ash to, you know, say groovy. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yep. Classic Ash. I mean, the post-credit scene, I guess, implied that there was going to be another one, but this came out in 2013, so I don't know. 
<laughs> it's um, coming. It's coming. But the well, post, it was, post it was... credit one <laughs> really made me think there was going to be a sequel. Well, Joe, come on, dude. So uh, after this, they did Ash versus Evil Dead. Mm, but is it like in the same universe as like the same characters? Uh, I mean, Ash. I guess that's fair. <laughs> And, like, it, it, they don't really do anything with the 2013 that I remember. Mm. Um, mm. But, so, okay, first I need to ask you guys, sequel or reboot? I felt like, uh, I don't know. It's a good mix, I think. I guess I felt like a reboot with a lot of artistic integrity. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. it didn't feel like the same movie at all to me. Yeah. Or, to me, it didn't, other than, like, Ash's car being in it, it didn't even seem like the same universe to me. Right. Um, mm. The cabin was generically the same. The necklace was the same. Obviously, the Necronomicon in it being or being in it, um, right. it just felt like a, a a new take of the original. Right. I mean, with the scenes of like the uh, the extra girl Natalie and uh, whoever else when they were getting possessed and things like that, like she would peek through the cellar and whisper things to him or whatever. That was kind of similar, but most of it, I feel like was just like a the next movie type of thing. But like later, later, <laughs> it just felt like a new Spider. You know how like they redo Spider Man? Oh right, 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 right. Yeah. So often, it just felt like that to me. Yeah, that's true. Okay. Well, the director of this movie said that it is a uh, more of a continuation, not. A, a sequel or, or not a reboot and the fact that a lot of the same things happen are is just like the dark fate around the necronomicon mm, and stuff like gotcha. that um but also after this movie and even after um ash versus evil dead i believe that there were some people teasing that there would be an ash and mia team up Ooh, Ooh. double chainsaw action interesting <laughs> yeah right <laughs> that would be interesting cool. Yeah, I'm I'm here for it, except um, the next one that comes out, I think, is supposed to come out um, in 2022. It's called Evil Dead Rise. Mm. Um, and Bruce Campbell, I believe, is a pro- uh, producer for that movie and has specifically said that he's not going to be in it. Oh. oh, So I think it's going to be a whole new chapter, I guess. Interesting. Also, the 2013 one, I enjoy the fact that, like the original they didn't really do any, like, CGI or anything like that. They did, like, all, like, real effects and whatnot. They said that they used, I think it was 75,000 gallons of fake blood. Damn. Jeez. The <laughs> ending itself took, I think, 50,000. Jesus <laughs> There was a ton of blood in this one, too. Oh, yeah. Hopefully ton all of real. Blood. <laughs> right? <laughs> I would have donated all mine. Uh-huh. <laughs> We're pushing, pushing time um, do you guys want to get into final thoughts, ratings? Uh, sure. Sounds good. Uh, should I go first since this is technically uh, my pick? Go for uh, it. Um, I think great movies. Um, Evil Dead has a such a cult following for a reason. I mean, I was just telling Joe and Chandler before this, there is also an Evil Dead the musical. <laughs> so go, go ahead and check that out uh, as well as, you know, Army of Darkness, Evil Dead 2, Ash vs. Evil Dead. All these things are fantastic watches. They're great, funny, just amazing. Um, The first one, the 1981, the original, always going to be my favorite. Um, My favorite scene is like when Cheryl first turns. I think that is such a creepy scene. Um, I'm going to rate the first one uh, a 9 out of 10 chainsaws. (laughs) 
that's a lot of chainsaws. <laughs> yeah, I I love that movie so much. Uh, the 2000, 2013, what I'm calling a remake. Um, I'll give it I'll give it a a seven. Hmm. Okay. Uh, Mike, you have a favorite scene or anything? Oh, uh, for the new one, it's definitely when she licks the blade. Mm. Oh God. <laughs> oh no. All right. Um. Yeah, I will say. Um. I enjoyed them. Uh, I typically like the newer stuff uh, over the old stuff uh, with most movies. So I will say that the uh, remake or uh, continuation is better in my opinion. But that's because I like older versus newer, I think. Boo. Um, <laughs> I'm going to give the first one, uh, let's give it a uh, 6 out of 10. And the new one I'm going to give uh, like a 6.8 out of 10. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so not so like you too, liked too it, much. but not much more. Right. Not too, not too different. Um, they're both pretty similar with the... Uh, you know, the new one paying a lot of homage towards the old one with a lot of the scenes. I'm um, just trying to recreate like uh, certain things, but in their own way. Um, yeah, I liked it. Uh, I'd say my favorite scene was probably the nail gun scene. She just shoots mm. him right in the arm like three or four times. Yeah. Um, and then just keeps going, keeps unloading it. Uh, yeah, I think that was pretty good. Nice. Uh, for me, uh, you know, it's it's hard to say. Like, I don't want to, like, critique it too bad, but the first one, obviously, I, I mean, maybe not at the time, but now, like, if you go back and watch it, it's full of, you know, a lot of horror, like, cliches and stereotypes and stuff. Not that not that that's a bad thing or anything, but um, it's definitely full of them now. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it, I still like the, the first one better than the second one. Uh, for me, I'm going to have to agree with you, Chandler. The first one, I'll give it a six. Uh, some, a little over the top with the gore, but, you know, True. whatever. It, it's it's fun. Um, uh, the second one, I don't know. I kind of got a little bored in it. Uh, and, it, <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't know what to say. These movies were fine for me personally. Um, but for the second one, I'm going to have to give it a four. It just, oh, wow. it just didn't do it for me, you know? Uh, but my favorite scene was Olivia getting killed. Nice. <laughs> also, uh, again, I know I mentioned this earlier, but the 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 way they portrayed like drug addiction, super fucking harmful and toxic. They literally compared it to being like the same as possessed by a demon, which is a little like righteous and yeah, mm-hmm. you know that that yeah. that's a personal take for me, but. Eh, they're fine. I, go if you had if I had to choose between the two, go watch the original. It's a lot better. Yeah, yeah. I think the second so, one they tried to just make it different at the beginning and just kind of like lost the plot. I think I don't know. I think okay. So what you got to do is you got to go down the rabbit hole, right? You got to watch the first one, the second one, uh, Army of Darkness. You got to watch the remake. You got to watch all the Ash versus the Evil Dead series. I definitely went down the rabbit hole. And it's to the point where, like, you don't really take it seriously anymore because there's so much comedy in it. Sure, yeah. <laughs> um, so I am fully, like, part of the Evil Dead fandom, mm. like, the the cult following. Mm. So that's why I rate it so high. I guess yeah. that's why I like the original a little bit better. It's like, obviously, you know, you have new technology and stuff like that with the newer one. The original, they're both over-the-top gory, but, like it's the the effects are a little goofy now and like they kind of look <laughs> bad um but it, but it, it you know there's something charming and fun about that i think you could tell how much effort it took for them to do it you know sure yeah, yeah. and like the budget was i think for the original was like 350,000 i yeah, think yeah like nothing 
Yeah, mm-hmm. which is small for you know film, and I think the box office was twenty nine million or some something like that. Um, yeah. so they, they, the turnaround was amazing. Yeah, but, right. but still three hundred fifty thousand. You know, there's again cheesy but charming. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, Mr. Bruce Campbell, I love you, and um, <laughs> sign my chainsaw arm. <laughs> if you cut your hand off right now, he'll come on the show. I guarantee it. We're still hearing chainsaw. <laughs> I only have I only have a pencil, but do you hear this? Uh, I don't, but it. I'm sure it'll be picked up on the audio. Okay, well, I'm working on it. All right, guys, we, we promised you uh, Evil Dead. We said we'd do it for weeks or months or however long it's been, uh, but we did it. It's done. Um, thank you so much for listening. As always, you can follow us. Follow, follow Chandler on his Twitch and his TikTok. Follow Mikey and I on our Twitch and our... Uh, what else do we have? I don't think anything else. Uh, <laughs> follow us on Discord, though. Join our Discord. If you have any suggestions, you can write it in. Leave you know spooky stories of your own. Any kind of uh, movies or games or whatever you want us to cover that's spooky related, um, you know, send that in. Uh, Halloween, October, the month of spookiness. That's coming up. Look out for, we got um, some episodes, some extra bonus episodes coming out. Um, they're going to be fun. It's going to be a great time. Leave leave a review. <laughs> you want a review? We'll shout you out. Uh, five stars preferably, but, you know, we'll take whatever we can get. <laughs> we don't need it. <laughs> um, we do, we do. Oh, yeah, we do. You, you can send all of that to S, as in... Spooky. S-smart. B, no. as in... Boomstick. <laughs> oh, that's good. Horrorshow <laughs> at gmail.com. That's sbhorrorshow at gmail.com. Thank you so much for listening. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.